Hello and welcome to the 105th ex uh, episode of the Brian Hornback Experience. This is entitled, A Bad PR Move for the Republicans. Uh, this has been recorded on September the 13th. Oh, don't want that in there. This has been recorded on September 13th. Um, going to kind of detail for you um, some bad PR moves for the Republicans. Look. Beginning in two days on September the 15th, I, which is Thursday, this has been recorded on a Tuesday, September 13th. Uh, on Thursday, September the 15th, I will begin uh, in my personal political life, um, my career, uh, I have a four-year term as a uh, Tennessee Republican Party State Executive Committee man for uh, Senate District 6. That's the district served by Becky Duncan Massey. Anything I do right is Becky Duncan Massey's benefit. Anything I do wrong is mine. Uh, I have for 40 years been involved in the Tennessee, been involved in Republican Party politics. I began in uh, 1982 uh, as, a, uh, as a volunteer with the um, Robin Beard for U.S. Senate campaign against then freshman Senator uh, Jim Sasser. Uh, Lynn Duncan, who's since passed, Congressman Duncan, who at that time was a uh, criminal court judge, uh, his wife was the Knoxville area um, director for the um, Robin Beard campaign. Uh, but let's fast forward. So over the last 12 days, been a lot of talk. Uh, as the now almost senior member of the SEC delegation in Knox County, which by the way, there's three Senate districts that make up Knox County. Uh, there's the fifth uh, Senate district, which is um, Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally's district. And that would now, uh, beginning on Thursday, include Tim Hutchison, former sheriff, um, and Anderson County Mayor, Terry Frank. In the 6th District, which is myself as the committee man, and Jane Chadister, who will now be the senior committee woman, uh, because she's been on for um, at least two terms in District 6, and then the last term in District 7. And then in District 7, which is Senator Richard, Senator Dr. Richard Briggs District, um, that will be uh, Kent Morrell, who challenged um, Senator Briggs and Karen Brown, who had served about two terms previous uh, to the um, uh, to Jane Chadister serving in District Seven. But the title of this podcast is a bad day for the PR. Uh, after what happened on September first, where um, Democrat. Um, Daisha Lundy nominated Democrat Courtney Durrett to be chair of the Knox County Commission. Um, when Lundy, Durrett, uh, new Republican Gina Oster on the County Commission, uh, uh, two-year serving Terry Hill uh, from the Republican uh, County Commission, uh, along with new County Commission Republican Rhonda Lee, along with at-large county commissioner, 
um, Kim Frazier in at-large District 11, seat 11, which means everybody in Knox County, or at least a majority of those countywide, elected not only in the Republican primary in May, but also the general election in August elected Kim Frazier. They were also joined by Knox County Commissioner for about the last five or six years, Richie Beeler. That's seven votes. Seven votes uh, for Courtney Durrett, the Democrat, to be commission chair. Um, if the Republicans on county commission had formed a Republican caucus, and had they chosen Richie Beeler to be their nominee, and they had voted against Richie Beeler, there are provisions in the bylaws of the state party that would allow people to be censured or dealt with. That doesn't happen. I have communicated with commissioners that I'm willing to talk to them in the next months after the dust settles about potentially forming a Republican caucus. Uh, at least one commissioner, I don't think from the conversation we've had via text that he's very interested. It's okay. For the most part, it was a bad PR move for the Republicans. Does it make it right? Does it make it wrong? No. Um, I served as Republican Party chairman for the North Carolina Republican Party from 2005 until 2007. During that time, the Supreme Court ruled that uh, we were to be under the guise of term limits. Uh, so that was after the filing deadline for the primary. I just can't handle this anymore. That was after the primary, before after the filing deadline for those. So I had to work to get them reelected. Once they were reelected in, in May and in August, then we had to proceed to January 31st of 2007. We did the best we could do. I committed to my family that I would not serve more than one term. So by March of 2007, I was out, had nothing to do with what happened um, in 2005, 2006, 2007, because I had told my family that I would only serve for one term, and that was from 2005 to 2007, and I was done. Irene McCrary then, who was my first vice chair, took over for another two years. But let's talk about bad PR moves for Republicans, and let's go back as far as um, January 2005. January 2005, before I became chairman, then-Senator Tim Burchett and Senator Mike Williams out of Union County voted to put in Lieutenant Governor, Democrat Lieutenant Governor, John Wilder as Lieutenant Governor and Speaker of the Senate. Those were the two votes at 16 and 16, put Lieutenant Governor Wilder in as Lieutenant Governor, Speaker of the Senate. Mike Williams was, uh, he was awarded with Speaker Pro Tem. Mike Williams then resigned from the Republican Party and became an independent. Um, that was a bad PR move 
for the Republicans. Let's then go to 2009, 2010. After I've served my term as Knox County Republican Party chairman, um, we had a narrow margin in the state house. Uh, the Republican, the Republican caucus at the time, and of course the bylaws didn't allow that you could discipline somebody, or maybe it did. Um, but anyway, the Republican caucus chose Jason Mumpower to be our Speaker of the House. Representative Kent Williams out of Elizabethan joined with every Democrat in the State House and uh, elected Representative Kent Williams to be the Speaker of the House. That was 2009 to 2010. That was a bad PR move for the Republicans. Let's then go to the Iraq War, the first vote on the Iraq War. My friend, who I've known since I first got involved in politics in 1982, I've already said he was the congressman. He was the congressman for um, my, well, he was the criminal court judge, and he's been my congressman for about 28 years. Um, he um, voted against the Iraq War. Um, he drew a lot of flack because I knew a lot of his staff, and I, and I talked to Congressman Duncan. He drew a lot of flack for being a no vote on the Iraq War. In hindsight, was he right? I'll leave that up to you. But on that day, when he cast the no vote on the Iraq War, was it a bad PR move for the Republicans? Let's fast forward to 2020. We had a candidate that wanted to run for state representative. The Republican State Executive Committee had said no. He cast a Democrat ballot March of 2020. It's not to be on the ballot. The bylaws of the Tennessee Republican Party allowed that if he had people vouch for him, that he could be on the ballot. Senator Tim Burchett, I mean, I'm sorry, Congressman Tim Burchett, former state senator who put Wilder in, um, State Senator Richard Briggs and Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs all vouched for um, Manus to be on the ballot. When I contacted one of those three, and I'm just going to go ahead and leave it here. When I contacted one of those three, they said, I wasn't aware that he cast a Democrat ballot in March of 2020. That was a bad PR move for the Republicans. Um, let me go back to Tim Burchett and supporting Wilder in 2005. He told the media that I voted for, for John Wilder because he held a reception for me at Club LeConte. Club LeConte's now closed, but anyway. That was the reason that uh, State Senator Tim Burchett gave. Um, Let's go to the last couple of years in the legislature because Eddie Manis won the primary by 99 votes and he served for the last two years. But uh, Representative Manis wrote a letter to his colleagues on a, on a, on a, on a committee of the state, of the state house committee opposing a bill that was not even before a committee he served on. 
my understanding is Representative Scott Sapicki, part of our Republican House caucus, was rather upset because it was his bill. That was a bad day, bad PR for the Republicans. Uh, let's just go back to just this last July. We had a Republican officeholder, a county commissioner, a former commission chairman who made a substantial contribution to a candidate that was opposing a Republican nominee on August the 4th after a negative story about our Republican nominee. Bad PR move for the Republicans. We could even go back to the Donald Trump presidential era and our own U.S. Senator Bob Corker, who, by the way, chose not to run and we elected Marsha Blackburn. And, and a lot of my friends know my support of Marsha Blackburn. But would, this, would the opposition or the checks and balances of Senator Bob Corker to Donald Trump be a bad PR move? for the Republicans. You know, we went through a lot of time between early 2020 until even now of COVID. Um, we had a commission chairman uh, that tried to call for a um, an adjournment of commission because he didn't like the public comments that he was receiving by the those in attendance in the early morning hours, 11.30, midnight, 1 o'clock. He didn't get a single one of his 10 colleagues to agree to make a motion to adjourn. He then immediately tried to adjourn on his own. It failed. As the commission chairman, was that a bad PR move for the Republicans? So I've outlined several over the last 14 and a half minutes, bad PR moves for the Republicans. On September the 1st, the 11 Knox County commissioners, six of who are female, met to reorganize. There was the former commission chairman who, who had sent a letter in March that said, I'm not going to seek chairmanship. But as I listened to the Compass Point podcast, uh, this same commissioner had told the, had told the, two guys that run Compass, if I'm not going to seek it, but if it seeks me, I'm good. So he was nominated by Commissioner Kyle Ward. However, Commissioner Dacia Lundy had nominated Commissioner Durrett. Durrett and Lundy are Democrats. Everybody else on the panel, the other nine members are Democrats. I mean, I'm sorry. The other nine members are Republicans. Sorry about that. The other nine members are Republicans. Durrett, uh, Lundy nominated Durrett. 
to be chair. The only two choices as they went around the dais, and I'm, I and a photographer for a local uh, printed weekly printed publication were the only two media in town or, or present at the meeting because the Compass guys, Jesse and Scott, were homebound with COVID. So as it went around, there was only two nominees, Durrett and Beeler. And as the votes went down, they started in the first district, which is Durrett. Durrett is in the first district. Uh, I'm not sorry. Lundy's in the first district. Durrett's in the second district. So they start in the first district. Durrett votes for, uh, I'm sorry, Lundy votes for Durrett. Durrett votes for Durrett. Goes to Gina Oster. It's her first day on the job. It's her first vote. She votes for Durrett. Kyle Ward votes for Beeler, who he nominated. Schoonmaker in the 5th District, my commissioner, voted for Beeler. Then we go to Terry Hill from the 6th District, and she voted for um, Durrett. Then it goes to the 7th District, Rhonda Lee, her first vote, her first meeting, she voted for Durrett. We get to 8th District, which is Commissioner Beeler, who has been nominated, who has said... I won't seek it, but if it seeks me, I'll accept it. He passed. Goes to Commissioner Daly from the 9th District. He voted for Beeler. Goes to Commissioner Jay, at-large seat 10. He voted for Beeler. Goes to at-large seat 11, Kim Frazier. She votes for Durrett. At this point, it's a 6 Four vote with one pass. Richie Beeler, before the votes announced, changed his vote to vote for Durrett. So when you hear all the scuttlebutt about how four Republican women have joined with two Democrats to elect a Democrat as chair, that's true. What they're leaving out is Richie Beeler from up in the 8th District also voted with the four Republican women to elect the Democrat as commission chairman. Again, yet another bad PR move for the Republicans. I'll, I'll contend that. Two years ago, before the first commission reorg under Knox County well, I'm sorry. That's wrong. Two years ago, um, when Ward and Hill and Lundy and Durrett were sworn into office, would be the midterm, would have been two years into Glenn Jacobs' term as mayor. Everybody believed that Randy Smith, who, by the way, uh, has worked in risk management for a number of years. Nothing wrong with that. The city doesn't allow city council members to serve on city council. The school board doesn't allow school board members to serve on school board. However, the county commission allows county employees to serve on county commission. Randy Smith was elected as a commissioner 
with his district knowing that he was in the risk management department. It's not a problem. Justin Biggs was elected to the county commission knowing that he worked in the trustee's office. Craig Luthold was elected to county commission, I believe, knowing that he worked in county government. That's not a conflict of interest. When the voters elect someone to elective office, knowing what their career is, it's not a problem. When someone is elected, appointed, and then elected, Richie Beeler was first appointed to the county commission, and then he was elected, and then he becomes a county employee as chief deputy of the county clerk's office. Then there becomes a conflict of interest. Now, some people that like Richie will say it's a perceived conflict. Some people that dislike Richie will say it's a conflict. People like me, who've been a blogger for 17 years, a podcaster for about three, will say it's good material to write about. End of the day really determines what the people in Richie Beeler's district believe. But everything being said, end of the day, everything that I've outlined today, all the incidents that I've come up with today were bad PR moves for Republicans. Um, does it mean that Courtney Durrett's going to be unsuccessful? As commission chairman, absolutely not. What I can tell you today on September the 13th is that um, she walked the new commissioners through a mock session and Knox County Law Director David Book continually commented the chair's right. The Knox County Law Director repeatedly said the chair is right. It's kind of interesting to note because the law director in every time in the last two years that Courtney Durrett has asked a question has never referred to her as commissioner, has never referred to her as Courtney Durrett, has never referred to her as Miss Durrett, has never responded to her in any term other than to answer the question without any address. Anytime Courtney Durrett has asked a question for the last two years, Law Director Book has simply answered the question. He's given no title, no address, nothing. So I know you came here for something other than what you got, but as Republicans, we have a lot of bad days as Republicans. We have a lot of bad PR for Republicans. Let me say this. Everybody wants the chairman, Daniel Herrera, to condemn 
the Republican commissioners. When they say they want Daniel Herrera, the chairman, to condemn the Republican commissioners, I can only assume from everything I've read that they want him to condemn Oster, Hill, Lee, and Frazier. Well, guess what? There were five Republicans, not four, that voted with the two Democrats to elect Courtney Duretta's chair. So you might want to condemn Richie Beeler too. Before I end this podcast, two years ago at the midterm of Glenn Jacobs' term, Commissioner Larson J. joined with himself, two other Republicans, and the two Democrats that become chairman over Randy Smith. Well, I'm sorry, it might have been might have been Jay and three Republicans. Yeah. Three Republicans and then Durrett and Lundy. He got the two Democrats to make his six vote margin to be chairman two years ago, twenty eighteen. Twenty twenty. In twenty twenty. So the difference is there were five Republicans that joined March 1st of 2022. But Commissioner Jay joined with himself and three other Republicans to join with the two Democrats. And there was no outrage. So again, it's a bad PR move for all Republicans, no matter if it's Senator Burchett and Mike Williams voting for Lieutenant Governor Wilder to be Lieutenant Governor, whether it's Representative Kent Williams, who's voting for himself and all the Democrats to become Speaker of the House, whether it's Congressman Duncan uh, voting for the Iraq War, whether it's um, Glenn Jacobs and Tim Burchett and Richard Briggs in vouching for someone who voted a Democrat ballot for president in March of 2020, whether it's Larson J contributing substantially to an independent candidate for school board because of a WBR story, whether it's Senator Corker opposing President Trump, or whether it's what's happened in the last 13 days. Thanks for uh, watching the, this Brian Hornback experience. Check out brownhornback.com. We'll talk to you soon.